Yesterday we were learning the reason about why it's important to daven in the morning. And just like during the daytime, the sun shines and it's light, and the nighttime it's shining. Uh, so too is, is this with the neshama, because the neshama departs the body. So the body has there's there's more. Uh, the body has more of a uh, home court advantage, if you will, I- I- in the morning because the neshama has left for the night. So in order to uh, regain your uh, position, you have to daven in the morning. And that's why the Gemara says, beware of a person whose neshama is in his nostrils, the literal translation of Amen Nachshavu is what importance does he have? But we learned yesterday another meaning, Bama Nachshavu is considered a, a uh, altar for idolatry, just like an altar is a raised platform. So to a person in the morning before davening is considered like a raised platform for idolatry, he's considered a separate entity, and he doesn't, his neshama doesn't shine. What happens in davening? Why is neshama suddenly able to shine when, after you daven? Because davening is about Mesir's nefesh. Davening is about you giving yourself over to Hashem. You give yourself over to Ebeshter. So then the Nisham is able to go from your nostrils to the rest of your body. Being in your nostrils means, we learned yesterday, that you're, you have an intellectual appreciation for Hashem. You, you, you see me, the Ani, you acknowledge Hashem. That's Nisham in, the, in, the, in your nostrils. In order for you to feel and appreciate the Ebeshter, that requires you to daven. That, that causes the neshama to go from just being an intellectual state, a nostril state, to being something that's, 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 that's tangible and, and, and palpable and, 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 and has an effect on your life. So four lines in the bottom, four lines in the bottom of page uh, 158, second column. Lachin, because the body has this surge of uh, strength in the morning, of corpality, of grubkite in the morning, that's why Shem instituted the Chacham Institute, that we should say the blessings of the morning. Hashem closes the naked, He frees those who are imprisoned, He repairs the steps of man. Because a person, the word person in Hebrew, Adam, means someone who is similar, Adam means Adam, similar. A person is similar to Galinus. A person is created in the image of Hashem. Every power of a person, every even this tiniest, most insignificant energy, to put on your clothing, to put on shoes, which are very simple things. Everything comes from Yunishama, from Hashem. And nothing outside of Hashem. So by making these blessings in the morning and thanking the Abishter for the power that he gave us to do these very simple tasks, we come to recognition that all of our energies are all from Hashem. And nothing outside of Hashem. So these brachas that we say before davening, they begin, they allow us to begin to subdue the grubkite, the coarseness of the body. And by, rec- by, by, by inculcating in ourselves recognition that, this, that, that, that um, no, everything we have comes from Hashem. And by recognizing that Hashem gave us the power to put on our clothing and gave us our clothing, etc., that makes us a vessel to, res- to reveal light of the neshama, which the full revelation of the neshama is in David. Um, even though these blessings are only, were only instituted by the Chachamim. 
So why do we say that before Davin? You would think, start off with saying Shema, Shema is a biblical obligation. That's the first thing you got to do. do. Do the most important thing. Yet the, the Torah says before you do anything else, say Brachas. Why? Because they are the preparation, you need them to say Shema. In Shema, you come to the full recognition, the full revelation of Shemavaya. How the truth is nothing besides Him. And He, Hashem, His light extends upward to no limit and downward without any end. Meaning, the highest of places, the lowest of places, nothing besides Him. That's, what you, that's the truth you're expressing in Shema. But how are you going to get there? How are you going to get to Shema and really say that with the truth? So by meditating in, in before, when you say brachas, that allows you to reach Krishna. That you should really be able to say uh, Krishna with an emes. Never in Bechil, huh? Birchas Krishna? Shema. The morning brachas? The morning brachas. In order to, in order to say... Like my Yeah. I, I don't know where this is. I'm, I'm, I remember clearly reading in Ayin Beis that the Rebbe HaShab says that's a reason why you're supposed to stand in brachas. Because standing indicates like assertion, and you're asserting your neshamas koeches, neshamas energies over your body, and that's why uh, you're supposed to stand when you say the morning brachas. But I haven't um, read that for a long time, so I will not uh, have to look it up to, to tell you if that's actually accurate. And if you want to come to say Shemai, what are you saying in Shemai? Shemai, you say, E'ni So in order to say E'ni and really and really have that not just to say it, it comes by first saying that the, your shoes, your shoes, come, the Ebesh gave you the kayak to put on your shoes. And then the Ebesh gave you the kayak to walk. And the Ebesh says, that begins to give the body the recognition, it's the Ebesh, it's the Ebesh. So that's why Hashem tells us to say, this, that's why this takes precedence over Shema. It's not because it's more important than Shema, because Shema is not real without this. And so before, so before we get to Shema, we say Baruch Atash and blessed are you face to face Hashem Elkeinu. What's the meaning of those words Baruch Atash Hashem Elkeinu? So Atavus Atavus going to tell us the meditation of those words Baruch Atav Elkeinu and how this is a necessary step to reach the true revelation of Shema Vayeh in Shema. Baruch Hukoyim Berchus Berchusamayim Loshnam Shachah. The word Baruch means to draw down, as the Gemara uses the expression of of a Mavrechas Agefin, that when you bring the head of a vine downwards in order to plant it in the ground so that another vine can grow. Or Vayavrech Sagamalim, when the camels uh, were, were set down, they, she put the camels down. The word Vayavrech, which is the same language you're using for brachas, is used. And a brecha, what's a brecha mean? A brecha means that there's water that's drawn from a river or an ocean into a pool of water. So a baruch means to draw down. So this is the inner meaning of the brachas that we say we're bringing down from above to below. The Abishar's infinite light is above revelation. He's infinite. He's above all of our understanding of all the worlds. And by saying a bracha, we're drawing down the infinite light of Hashem to be revealed in our neshamas and to be revealed in the source of our neshamas and machas v'atzilis. Lachim. Because the meaning of a bracha is to bring down the infinite light of Hashem to be revealed. Onum of action, so we preface the bracha with the words, Baruch, she yavaya baruchu nimshmes shu nechach 
Pirish Begoli. We say, Baruch. We want you to be drawn down. We want Havaya, the infinite light of Hashem. You. We want infinite light of Hashem to be drawn down to us in a way that it's face to face. That's Atta. That's like I'm looking at Mocha Mordechai and saying, You. So, Baruch Atta Havaya. We're saying that Yudke Vavke, the infant light of Hashem, should be brought, brought, brought down to us in a way that we're face to face with it. The Baruch that, that it's revealed to us. How does the revelation of Hashem come to expression in our lives? What's the truth? The truth is that everything is nullified to Hashem. It's as if it doesn't exist. As the Pasuk says, I Hashem have not changed. That means Hashem has not changed at all by creation. Just like before creation, He is alone. So too, He is not, now alone also. It's as if everything does not exist. But by us, from our perspective, physicality looks like a separate entity. Because of the concealment of godliness, of Hashem's light, the creations are not nullified, from our perspective. But by Hashem's perspective, all physicality is insignificant and empty. So when we say Baruch we're asking that this truth of Hashem, Hashem's truth, that the Eilu Movade should be revealed to us. That even on our, from our perspective, we should see the godly truth that all of existence is not ex- important at all. My elder, elder Zayda had a minuk. He would give children a kopik. I'll give you this kopik if you say uh, the world's not worth a kopik. That was his thing. Okay, so uh, that's what we're saying. So to realize Eidim Avadim, the world's not a mitzvah. Okay, let's do a little more. If you sound what the point is so far, that's what we're saying. The brachas, the brachas is to is to bring us this recognition that the Eibushter is is a source of everything, and that cultivating that recognition is the theme of all the brachas to help us reach the Shema. Now the author is going to continue saying, explaining this 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 the the, the words that we're using. What's Havaya Lekeinu? Pirush Havaya Hu Elekeinu Kamei Pirush Hukecheinu Mamish When we say Havaya is Elekeinu What does it mean Havaya is Elekeinu? The word Elekeinu The root of the word Elekeinu is similar to the Pasuk Eli Haaretz Eli Haaretz means the strong men of the land So we're saying the Eibishter is not just a strong man of the land But he's Elekeinu He's our strength Our strength and our energy the Abish is a strength and energy energy of the Jewish people. That's a violin. Even our power to do very simple things. To put on our clothing, to put on our shoes. It's all a power of Yukivavke. It's all the power of the Neshama, which is above nature and limitations. And that's why we say Havaya, Yudkevavke, Hashem was above nature, He is Elakinu. He is our power. He is our life. Of the Jewish people. We see our power. Because by Yidin, the Neshama, which comes from Shemavaya, we have a Neshama from Shemavaya, which is above nature. So, so we sense that all the simple things we're doing, they're all supernatural. There was a breast of Chassid, a friend of mine, uh, uh, Zayda, he's wake up in the morning, he has to put his feet on the ground, he say, ah, miracle, miracle, miracle. He's thinking, I'm walking. It's a miracle every morning, unless. <laughs> so that that's we don't have to necessarily say those words, but that that's the nakuda of the brachas. <laughs> 
What what avaya lekeinu? I put on my shoes. Avaya lekeinu. Kihinei pari amar yedlei daitis avaya so yishodishim lekim. How come only Jewish people could do this? Why was Ochel everything comes from Yikiva? Pari said, I don't know Havaya. Pari only knew about Hashem Elokim. Pari didn't know about the infant light of Hashem beyond nature. He only knew about the level of godliness, the way it's limited and vested within nature, the, the source of creation. He didn't know about the level of godliness, which is higher than creation. Pari said that Yikiva, the infant light of Hashem, has left the world. Eren Saf Baruchu, the infant light of Hashem has nothing to do with this world. He didn't say there was no such thing as Yuki Vavke. He just said Yuki Vavke went on a trip. Yuki Vavke went on a trip to, the, to uh, somewhere wherever Yuki Vavke likes to hang out. And now there's a physical world. But what do we say? My shoes are Yuki Vavke. My clothing is Yuki Vavke. Everybody agrees and everyone recognizes that there is a Lakim, that there's a godly energy in the world that makes things tick. Everybody knows that. Although they agree that there is a Lakim, Nevertheless, they consider this energy of Hashem to be a separate entity. As if this energy is outside of Galenus. In other words, they know that there's a spiritual energy, but they think that this energy is totally departed, totally separate, totally uprooted from its source. And it's now my own energy. There was a godly force, it's now detached from Hashem, and now it's my own force. So in a similar way, they say about the highest... The energy of the world, yeah, it came from you give off, okay, but now it's mine. I have now this own, my, my own, uh, this is what people say, the person says, my own strength and my own power. Does, you don't believe in God? I believe in God, but now I have my own strength and power. But they get used to it. They get used to it, right? Mm-hmm. The Goyim call Hashem the God of the gods. What is, what's the meaning of the God of the gods? They admit the source of, ener- ener- of everything is the Abishter. But they think the Abish left the world. That means that although there is a godly energy in the world, but it's separate from Hashem. As it's out, has its own power, like people say the words Mother Nature or something. There, there is some other force, but now it's its own thing. The truth is that their power is not from themselves. Rather, it's from the divine source. The 70 ministering angels, the Malachim, who they receive their energy from a higher source until everyone receives from the Abisha himself. I mean, the truth is that these, these ministering angels think it's Klippa. The 70 ministering angels is, is Klippa. It's not, it's, not, it's not truth also. But uh, that's the, their perspective. That they have their own energy. And that, and, and the, but Hashem commands Jewish people to have a different kind of perspective, to cultivate within ourselves every morning. Okay, I'll stop here. Thank you. Thank you.